Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and this is the 1853 podcast, a weekly program in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding national liberal arts college. And we try to get that done in about 18 minutes and 53 seconds. In this edition number 34 of the 1853 podcast of Mammoth's 2017-18 school year, we'll talk to some Mammoth seniors from the college's global public health triad who made history at this year's commencement ceremony. We'll chat with Mammoth College Sports Information Director Dan Nolan. He'll bring us up to speed on the final three Fighting Scots teams competing this season. And we'll learn about the Peace Corps prep program that will be starting next school year at Monmouth. This is the Monmouth College 1853 podcast, and I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Before we chat with this week's guest, a couple of reminders. As you plan out your summer days, don't forget about some great camps offered for grade school and high school kids right on the Monmouth College campus. Of course, there's the incredible Lux Summer Theological Institute for Youth. That's run by Assistant Chaplain Jessica Hawkinson, who does an amazing job with that two-week experience for young people. You can learn more about it at monmouthcollege.edu slash lux summer. Then, of course, there's the College for Kids. The 38th edition of that wonderful learning experience will be held June 11 through June 22. The 14th annual All Sports Camp will be held July 22 through July 27, and you can learn more about that at monmouthallsportscamp.com. And then there are other sports camps associated with the Fighting Scots, six of them scheduled for this summer. Go to mamascots.com and click on the Athletic Department tab where more information is available. Kids won't be the only visitors to the Mammoth campus this summer. A lot of alumni are also returning. The award-winning Golden Scots Weekend, which this year celebrates the classes of 1973, 1968, 1963, and 1958, will be held June 7 through June 10. There's more information about that event, which is always a first-class affair, on the cover of the Monmouth College website. And, of course, that address is monmouthcollege.edu. Nine Monmouth College students made history at this year's commencement. The nine seniors were the first graduates of Monmouth's innovative Global Public Health Triad, Mama's Global Public Health Triad is a minor that integrates the disciplines of kinesiology, modern languages, and psychology. It develops students' knowledge of a variety of approaches to understanding and improving health from an individual level to an international level. Global Public Health students participate in either an internship focused on health or a study abroad program focused on health, both of which deepen their understanding of a specific issue and also provide preparation for career or graduate school. Dini Thurston was a psychology major from Davenport, Iowa. She's headed to Louisiana State University to get a master's degree in health administration, 
For Dani, the global public health triad helped her figure out her career plans after plan A didn't quite work out the way she expected. Well, when I came to Monmouth, I originally wanted to do pre-med, and I realized I didn't like blood, and so I was trying to figure out how to stay involved. And um, I actually had a job where I could do more of like administrative in a cardiology center, and I really enjoyed it, so I decided the public health would be a good minor to have. I would describe my experience as being really eye-opening. I didn't understand all the moving parts of public health and how many preventative actions there are, and I thought it was really interesting, and now I kind of appreciate it day-to-day figuring out, you know, if there's flyers about the flu or stop signs and stuff like that. It's really interesting to see, you know, how it's actually being taken in action outside of, like, the school setting. Kelsey Foss is from Mount Morris, Illinois, and she earned a bachelor's degree in biopsychology this month. Kelsey is headed to the University of Illinois at Springfield to get a master's degree in public health. For Kelsey, being part of Monmouth's global public health triad was also a path to graduate school. Um, It actually started with the minor. Um, I did the internship portion of the minor, and I was an intern at my local health department, and I got a lot of hands-on experience, and I learned that I loved it. I loved working in the health department, learned that I love working with data, so I'm hoping to go into that. I used to think public health was all just like clinical medicine, but it's not. It's injury prevention, it's violence prevention, it's um, psychology, it's mental health, it's environmental health, and that's a lot of what I've learned recently with my internship, is environmental health, and it's all working parts to make for a better population. Kelsey also took a different career path than the one she had planned when she entered Monmouth as a freshman. I wanted to be a sports psychologist. And then um, I wanted to work in a lab and work on concussions, but I kind of like Danny, I learned I don't really like the lab setting as much as I thought. So I looked a lot more at um, public health and learned I could still make the impact there as I could early, as I thought I would earlier. After Kelsey gets through graduate school, she hopes to fight the opioid epidemic. Um, I've learned a lot. Um, classes I've taken here at Monmouth taught me a lot about drugs and their behavior and how they impact us as human beings. And um, learning that, I know a lot more. I have that background going into public health, so then I can use that to make that change and fix the addiction problem that's going down and um, be able to impact that. Um, also, I think I've been interested in it because of its impact on rural communities. I've come from a rural area, and I've seen it in my own hometown, and I'd like to make that change on the national scale. Liz Hippen is from Tulin, Illinois, and she also received a bachelor's degree in biopsychology earlier this month. Liz is headed to St. Louis University in the fall to work on a master's degree in public health with a focus on epidemiology and global health. Liz very much has a global view of global public health, thanks in no small part to her experiences in the triad. I would like to be able to travel while I'm in my master's program just to experience different cultures and to understand how different areas of the world um, address their public health issues compared to the United States. And then hopefully when I'm done and ready to settle down, I'll actually move back to the area and be able to work in a hospital. Public health actually became an interest to me when I traveled to Singapore in between my freshman and soft between my sophomore and junior year. Um, I was able to travel there and we visited a homeless shelter in Malaysia and I really learned about how they take care of their health needs and take care of their elderly population and um, how they address their nutrition, nutrition issues that they have in Malaysia. Liz's career plans also evolved while she was a mama student. Four years ago, I wanted to be an occupational therapist, having no idea what that actually was. And so I was pretty unsure of what I wanted to do until really senior year when this public health triad came about. And I was like, oh, like public health, I'm not really interested in individual health and solving um, individual issues, but I'm interested in more the preventative measures and just decreasing health issues before they even start. 
Liz says that a big reason her career plans were able to take shape was because of the mentoring she received from Monmouth faculty members Joan Wirtz and Kristen Larson. Um, I just want to shout out to Dr. Wirtz and um, actually Dr. Larson. She was the one who traveled with me to Singapore and she really encouraged me to look into other areas of health that weren't necessarily were on my radar before Singapore. So that was really cool that she helped me out all throughout those three weeks there. And Kelsey says that Professor Joan Wirtz, along with her psychology colleague, Marsha Dopiti, were also instrumental in helping her find direction. Professor Wirtz and uh, Professor Dopiti really helped me focus on what I actually wanted to do and how I could use my my skills I've learned here the past four years in making that change in the world. They, they've always supported me in my love of research and they've helped me in, influence that to be more public health oriented. So, You just heard from three people who made history earlier this month at Monmouth, Kelsey Foss, Liz Hippen, and Dana Thurston. They were three of the first nine graduates of Monmouth's innovative global public health triad. You can read more about global public health on the Monmouth College website, monmouthcollege.edu, and search global public health. Monmouth's 2017-18 sports season is nearly complete. Baseball finished up last weekend down in Missouri, and track and field is headed to La Crosse, Wisconsin to compete in the NCAA Division III Outdoor Track and Field Championships. To fill us in on where Monmouth is as the sports season comes to a close is Monmouth Sports Information Director Dan Nolan. He's the person behind MonmouthScots.com, your official place on the World Wide Web for all things Fighting Scots related. The Monmouth College baseball team completed one of its best seasons in program history this year. The Fighting Scots won a program record 29 games en route to winning the Midwest Conference Tournament. Last weekend, down in the St. Louis area, the Fighting Scots lost their opening game in the NCAA Division III Baseball National Tournament to number one ranked University of Wisconsin at Whitewater. Monmouth bounced back to beat Aurora University 11-10 in a wild affair that didn't end until after 2 o'clock on Saturday morning. Then on Saturday night, the number seven ranked Webster University team ended the Scots' magical season, handing Monmouth a 6-2 loss. On the season, Monmouth finished with a record of 29-14-1. Dan Nolan says there were a lot of memorable performances last weekend for the Fighting Scots. Led by senior Grant Myers, he hit 500 in the tournament and was named to the all-tournament team. You know, we lose uh, Grant Myers. Uh, he hit uh, well over 400 this year uh, and was named to all-region, uh, D3Baseball.com uh, all-region. And uh, Jake Stark, he was named honorable mention uh, utility uh, players uh, as a pitcher outfielder. And uh, down at the uh, at the regionals, uh, Starkey hit uh, uh, 429. And then a, a freshman force, freshman second baseman, Matt Timner, hit an even 400. Uh, so the guys really played well at the uh, regional tournament. And uh, really, other than winning it, uh, you couldn't have asked for a better finish. Monmouth coach Alan Baterney loses four key seniors from this year's team. But as Dan points out, the future is a bright one for Monmouth baseball. 
There is a lot to build on. Uh, we're losing four seniors. Uh, Grant Myers, a senior outfielder. Uh, Bryson Shepard, senior uh, first baseman. And then a couple of pitchers, uh, Asa Stevenson and Christian Jones, uh, will be, uh, you know, be graduating. So we lose four guys. Uh, but uh, Coach Petrani thinks he's got a lot of uh, good talent coming up. And, and hopefully this recruiting class will fill in those holes. And uh, it's funny, I did the season stats. And uh, our twin pitchers, Tyler and Connor McDonald, uh, they both had ERAs within a tenth of an earned run uh, within each other. So that was interesting to see. And uh, just uh, got a lot of talent coming back. Really excited for next year. Coach Roger Haynes' star-studded track and field program has three individuals competing in the national championships this weekend up in Wisconsin. Two were expected, and one wasn't even sure she would get to compete again after a classroom injury. For track, one's kind of a surprise qualifier. Maddie Schulenberg, a, a senior javelin thrower, uh, qualified with the uh, 14th best throw in the nation and did that at the conference meet. Uh, came really out of nowhere to qualify for nationals. And what's really interesting with Maddie is uh, she had a, an accident in a lab class, uh, injured her throwing hand, and she couldn't train for weeks. Uh, so she came in with uh, a fresh arm and, and really popped the jab out there uh, quite a ways and, and qualified for nationals her first first time ever that's great to see and then John Hintz he came on strong in the hammer throw uh, late and uh, set a couple of school records down the stretch so he's in as the number 10 seed and then we all know about Dan Evers uh, number two seed in the pole vault uh, national indoor champion so he's looking to maybe make it uh, two for us and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens this weekend they're up at La Crosse Wisconsin the action starts on Thursday. As Dan points out it all adds up to another great year for track and field at Monmouth. It's really been a great season for track and field. You know, of course, it sounds like a broken record. We say that every year, and uh, it's really been the case. Uh, uh, the, the track team is, is doing well, and Coach Haynes works uh, harder than anyone I've ever seen that is very good at his craft but works extremely hard to get even better at it. And that translates in, into the, the kids, and they're buying in. And, and we've got uh, two seniors in the Nationals this weekend and, and one junior. And uh, We had another senior just barely missed out on qualifying. Joanna Podosic uh, ran a uh, school record time last week at a last chance qualifier and uh, still missed. They only take the top 22 women. She was 26. So that says a lot for that field in the 800 meters that uh, we get, we got a school record, but we don't qualify. But uh, just an indication of how good this track program is. That's Dan Nolan, Monmouth College Sports Information Director and the person behind MonmouthScots.com, your home for all things Fighting Scots related on the World Wide Web. Don't forget to follow Monmouth Track and Field on Twitter at ScottsTFXC. And you can follow all of the happenings in Monmouth College Athletics on Twitter at MCFightingScots. This is a good place in the podcast to remind you of the myriad of ways in which you can follow Monmouth College throughout the social media spectrum. The college's main Facebook page is Facebook.com slash Monmouth College. The college's main Twitter account is at Monmouth, and the college is on Instagram at Monmouth College. If you're on Snapchat, be sure to follow Monmouth on Snapchat at This Is Monmouth. And whether you are relaxing, chilling, or chillaxing this summer, be sure to dial up Monmouth College on Spotify. When Monmouth students return to campus in the fall, they will have a new way to get involved with the Peace Corps. Thanks to the folks in Monmouth's Educational Studies Department, Monmouth students will be able to participate in the college's Peace Corps prep program. 
The Peace Corps prep program is an academic program for students that centers on one empowering question, how to prepare the best Peace Corps volunteer that you can be. For Monmouth, adding the Peace Corps prep program is yet another example of how the college continues to globalize its campus and its academic programs. The academic program is being launched this fall thanks in no small part to the work of educational studies professor Craig Vivian, who himself is a veteran of the Peace Corps. Craig says that the college's educational studies department is the logical place to house a Peace Corps prep program for a number of reasons. Um, I was a Peace Corps volunteer. Uh, my son is a Peace Corps volunteer, and so as he was uh, last year going through that process, I started. I was helping him with that process of kind of you know looking at uh, different uh, uh, websites associated with Peace Corps. And what I saw was that about seventy percent of those all those people going into Peace Corps now are going to teaching. So as we talked, um, we started to think this would be an alternative. This would be a nice option for our. Uh, people, our teachers uh, who have been prepared to go out in schools. Um, and this would be kind of a, an interesting, you know, way to kind of enter into teaching uh, through an uh, international experience. And uh, so we contacted the Peace Corps uh, with this, we, what we thought was a pretty original idea, and they said, yeah, we already do that. So, uh, but if you're interested in doing it the way we do it, let us know. So we got together, wrote up a proposal, and sent it in. As Craig explains, the Peace Corps prep program will offer students a clear idea about what it takes to become a Peace Corps volunteer, what's long been called the toughest job you'll ever love. And students will choose one of six areas, uh, education being one, and uh, they must complete some courses in that field, that area of specialization. They must also take some courses um, that com that that. Sh uh, shows that they have a, a cultural competency and they do language uh, courses and then we have a set of other courses that every student no matter what their discipline is their area is they they take in order to kind of broaden their international experiences and their kind of um, um, multicultural diversity experiences Students in the Peace Corps prep program will also be required to complete service hours in the community outside of their classroom work, which Craig says will help them be considered for the Peace Corps after they graduate from the college. So once they do that, then they will get a, uh, it's the Peace Corps, it's called Peace Corps Preparation Program, and they will get a certificate issued by the college, recognized by the Peace Corps, and that uh, allows them to jump to the top of the list for all those people who are applying to Peace Corps. So they actually get, you know, uh, preferential standing. As Craig explains things, a liberal arts education like the one provided at Monmouth, especially with the way the college encourages students to study and travel abroad, is excellent preparation for the Peace Corps. But personally, when I was in the Peace Corps, I realized very quickly that I would have benefited. My experience would have been much, much better, much deeper, much more uh, um, interesting for me and beneficial for the people I was with had I taken some sociology courses, had I taken you know, an anthropology course, um, had I taken a history of the Pacific course, those types of things. And uh, and so that was one of the, the kind of the, the, the ideas that was an impetus for us to kind of start, you know, the department start thinking that way. Um, institutionally, uh, I think it's easy for our students to do that. In a liberal arts college, it's very easy for our students to be able to take courses in a variety of diverse areas and hopefully, you know, then see how those connect 
And uh, in order to do that, especially with, you know, if we have a major that is going to be maybe a third of your time here, that allows you to take the electives that will give you that kind of that deeper, that background that has a, uh, allows you to have a deeper and broader understanding of, of how your specific discipline connects to others. And I think that's going to be very important if you're going to go out and work in, in, you know, in, a, in another country. That's Craig Vivian. He's a professor in Mama's Outstanding Educational Studies Program, and he's working with the college's Peace Corps Prep Program. You'll be reading more about the program next school year, both on the college's website as well as in the Monmouth College magazine. Looking ahead to next week's 1853 podcast, we'll wrap up this season's podcast by looking back on what has been another remarkable year at Monmouth College. And who better to help us do that than Monmouth College historian Jeff Rankin? We'll also get a preview of the summer issue of the Monmouth College magazine, which Jeff edits. And as we've done on every other episode this season, we'll check in with the friendly folks over in the Huff Athletic Center, this time to look back on an incredible year for the Fighting Scots. And that's going to be a 30 for this year's 34th edition of the Monmouth College 1853 podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this program. Tell us what you think by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Until our next edition and our final edition of this 2017-18 school year, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody, and have a nice day.